Welcome to Revival is Here Again with Apostle Goodhart. God is about to speak directly to you as this message is guaranteed to impact your life. As you listen today, expect that God's Word has been sent in your direction to bring about revival, healing, restoration, and transformation. With faith in your heart and great expectation, join me to receive God's Word through His choice vessel, Apostle Goodheart O. Equeme. Turn together with me to Daniel 11, verse 32, the Amplified Classic. Then we read James 4, 8. Let's read together, now one, two, three, go. And such as violate the covenant, he shall pervert and seduce with flatteries, but the people who know their God shall prove themselves strong and shall stand firm and do exploits for God. James 4, 8, KJV in the first instance and then the Amplified Classic. Draw nigh to God and he will draw nigh to you. Cleanse your hands, you sinners, and purify your hearts, you double-minded. AMPC. Come close to God and he will come close to you. Recognize that you are sinners. Get your soiled hands clean. Realize that you have been disloyal, wavering individuals with divided interests, and purify your hearts of your spiritual adultery. For an assignment this morning, a clarion call to intimacy. A clarion call to intimacy. Our Father, and our God, will lift our hearts and our voices. So thank you for the privilege to gather again on this first Sunday under this open heavens. I beseech you once more to take a coal of fire from the altar of heaven and on the lips and the tongues of clay of your seven son that this hour I will come to your people with a thus said the Lord. Help me to go beyond my thought, contemplation, study, and memory to speak expressly. Move every man, boy, girl in this room and the many across the nation online from where we are to where you reserve called destiny will vow to give you the praise, the glory, and the honor. In Jesus' name we pray. Somebody shout a big amen. amen. You may please be seated majestically in heavenly places. A clarion call to intimacy. For those who have been with us as a part of this prophetic company, Apostolic House, called Rogic. From the very beginning of the year 2022, in particular as we crossed over into this year, the Lord gave us an anchor text, Daniel 11:32, and gave us an anchor theme to be revived, to revive, to run with. I believe ever so strongly that we have come to the last quarter of the year, and it becomes to begins to examine and re-examine. This thrust, this scripture, this theme, this focus of the year and see how far we've been able to track and to journey along what the Lord said as we came into a brand new year. I recommend strongly once again for you to go back to the crossover service, listen and ask yourself uh, to what degree and extent of what the Lord spoke to me 
for this year there were clear instructions clear directions clear prophetic statement to what degree have i journeyed to seeing those things come to pass in my life it may just be that we're parroting or or just screaming revive to revive without necessarily knowing the import or uh, as much pursuing the weight of that prophetic word when i think of that phrase revive to revive what first comes to my mind is this that you can only give what you have a man can only give what a man has until a man has been revived you don't have revival to give anybody as a matter of fact um, you can give a car a house a pair of shoes a wristwatch, an iPad, a Bible you don't possess in the first place. If you attempt to give an iPad that is not yours, that is stealing. You don't have the legal right to what you're given. So a man can only really give what a man has. Ay, ay, ay. In the like manner also, whilst that is true in the natural dimension, it is equally, if not much more true, in the realm of the spirit. That a man can only give spiritually what a man has acquired. A man can only give spiritually what a man has acquired. You must go to God to be anointed. You must go, you must go to God to be empowered. You must go to God to learn how to wear the tangible aroma of the favor of God. As Joseph wore a coat of many colors that caused his life to be attractive. Likewise, we must go to God to acquire certain spiritual blessings and benefits. The Bible talks about the benefits of salvation. They are benefits of being in Christ. They don't just fall upon you like ripe cherries. You must go for them. They're dividends of being a believer. There are privileges that are pertain to being in Christ. But yet, there are many who are living on the earth, though they wear the badge of Christianity, or the badge of being born again, but they lack these things. They lack power. They lack walking in grace. They lack the tangible favor of God in their lives. They lack walking in health and healing. Yet, these things are not only accessible to all believers, they are available to all believers. But you must go for it. So what you haven't acquired, you cannot give. And Apostle Peter, at the gate called beautiful, yet still, he faced an ugly situation there. A man who had been lame for almost all his life was at the gate called beautiful. How it is sometimes you can be in a beautiful church like this, but your circumstance may be momentarily ugly. Hello, somebody? Because the environment is not enough to change you. You must connect to the environment. This man was laid, presumably at this gate, every day for many years of his life. Yet all he asked for was arms for those who are coming into the temple. All he wanted was arms. He never thought that one day would come, he can be healed. Ah, yeah. So one day, Apostle Peter comes in just like every other day. And this man stretches his hand out to receive what? Again, arms, money. Once money has a weight of power, money cannot solve everything. Oh, the Bible says so. That money 
answereth all things, but we are not told whether the answers are right or wrong. Money may proffer solutions to all things, but they're not always right. To a dying man, rid of cancer, in some Mayo Clinic, London Clinic, and is dying, and the doctors have come to their wit's end of their expertise, no matter how wealthy the man is, the money may attempt to answer, but the money doesn't have the answer. Praise God. So there, oh, shakata, there, there are powers that are beyond money. The name of Jesus Christ. The blood of the Lamb. Hello, somebody. Favor. Favor ain't fair. Favor will bring you where your labor cannot take you. Hello, somebody. And now Peter said to this man, hey, look at me. Silver and gold have I not. How could they get that? So he admitted what he did not have. But he also admitted what he did have. Hello, somebody. He said, I ain't got money. I ain't got gold. I ain't got diamond. But I tell you something. There's something I know I have. And just like people spend money, I spend the power I have. What is it? The name of Jesus Christ. And he said, in the name of Jesus Christ, rise up and walk. And that name got this man up, crippled for 38 years or thereabout. What was it? Peter had a spiritual wealth he could spend. He had something he acquired from God. Power. Power. Bible says concerning Jacob, he wrestled with God or the angel through the night and he gained victory over the angel. And the angel said, now you have power with God and with man. He wrestled to power. What am I saying? You and I can only give what we've taken time to acquire. He said, such as I have. In the name of Jesus Christ, rise up and walk. Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. Saints, as much as we can place a value on wealth and material blessings and we pursue it with all of our heart, listen carefully. If we spend similar energy and passion to pursue spiritual wealth, I believe many of us would have gone further along life's journey. I mean, you're hardly late to the banking hall if you're a banker. You know what will happen? You won't be paid. You're hardly to your, your, your job where you receive a salary. You know what happens? You'll be disciplined. But how is it we're late to the house of the Lord? How is it we're not as involved with the things of God as we are involved in natural things? It seems our priority is lopsided. We are investing time, investing energy for things that perish. But here Peter said, I may not have money now, but there's something I have. It's called the name of Jesus. And that name trumps everything that is in the natural. What am I saying? You and I can only give what we've gone to God to acquire, to get from him. Hallelujah. 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 Matthew 10, 8, in the words of Jesus, Heal the sick. Ah, yeah. Not be sick. Rogic, we are not to be sick. No, sir. You heal the sick. <laughs> Cleanse the lepers. 
We are not to be lepers. Raise the dead. Cast out devils. Freely you've received. Freely give. So, so then again, Jesus was saying, you can only give what you've received. That's a point to be made. And I'm telling you, I'm telling you, we must be more deliberate to go to God to receive certain things. In this season, there are certain things I'm waiting on God for. It's beyond material things. <laughs> you see, for you to have power with men, you must first pursue power with God. It was said concerning Jesus in Luke 2.52. And he grew in wisdom. He grew in stature. He grew in favor before God, number one. And then before me. So we must pursue this growth before God and then it will happen naturally. A wise man said once that I don't go out trying to be popular. All I seek to do is to hear him. And when I hear him, men are compelled to hear me. So you can't hear from God and men will not be compelled to hear the word of God in your mouth. What am I saying? Go for God and other things will follow. Matthew 63, in the words of Jesus Christ, seek first, ah, yeah, 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 seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things shall be added unto you. Can you imagine just, just investing the kind of time we normally invest in our primary endeavor, our career, our business, the time, the education, all the investment, just to pursue spiritual weight. Can you imagine how your life will turn around? You see, the returns on investment in spiritual matters are very, very high. Let me put this to you. There are people, whose lives and destinies have been tied to your life. Let me put it this way. Your rising is their rising. Sir, your going forward is their going forward. Some people are not going to eat except you rise. Why? Your destiny for, is connected to them. Hallelujah. I, I mean, the, the step God led me to take five, six years ago, yes, it was for my destiny. But do you know the chain reaction of lives in this nation, lives across the nation that are connected to one man's obedience? There will have been no GPPA, no rehab, IC, CC, no gathering, no prepared place, no golden bird. If one man did not just dare to obey God, what am I saying? Your rising is tied to many. You see, many of us are too selfish to pay the price. Because all you think is me, myself, and I. You can feed your family, clothe them, that's all. No, sir. You're right. Your being anointed is tied to somebody's destiny. My days of burning the midnight oil to pray, to study, is tied to your destiny. <laughs> if I don't do it, I'll tell stories on Sunday. And then you clap and we'll go away. No, sir. What am I saying? You need to determine to make spiritual investment because it's a chain reaction. Your rising up is a rising of many.
Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Don't just say it doesn't matter. I can be lethargic. I can be lazy. I can just be a belly get along. Let me just barely enter heaven. No, sir. No, sir. Praise God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The quality and costly investments of prayer. Things like prayer. Consecration. Fasting. Sacrificial giving. Obedience to God's word and his instructions. Engaging in the love walk. Making a choice for purity. A life of consecration. A life of sanctity. All these are much more. Listen, they are cost factors for certain levels of deposit in your life. For those who are used to working in the gym, you may have heard your Jimmy Strunk will tell you, boom, 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 no pain, no gain, no pain, no gain, no pain, no gain. You know, there is an element of truth there <laughs> that the price you're not willing to pay, you will not see the price. You know why I believe I'm taking time to provoke us like this? Because I perceive that the race is intensifying in, in its momentum. And it takes those who really are connected to stay within the race. You know, it's not everyone who begins the race that gets to the end of the race. Sir, many left Egypt. Few entered Canaan. Many began this year with great excitement. Revive to revive. Revive to revive. But, but when the demands are called, you are not paying the price to be revived. We came through 14 days of prayer and fasting. I can count the number of the members who were consistent throughout. Some would say, you know me. You go mean one day. Hallelujah. You know, if we don't understand that though the things of God are free, they're not cheap. I beg you. What my mentor says, it is a very irresponsible religion to say that you can have all of God without being responsible or, or, or being a, that's what, being responsible, that's what, yeah. No responsibility. It's all God, all God, all, God will do it. God, God will do it. There were two farmers, by the way. Yes, it's just a joke. Uh, one farmer um, did what he should do, uh, broke the ground, used manure or fertilizer, sowed the seed at the right time, and then at the end of harvest, he had a large harvest. You know, and his neighbor right next door, they didn't do anything. And the neighbor said, oh, <laughs> come and see what, what I and God did on the side of who planted, did the right thing. And the other guy said, well, this is what I ended up with. The guy said, no, it, it wasn't about God doing it. It's about you and I partnering. Hiya. It's about you and I cooperating. Listen, the Lord desires for us to cooperate with him. You know, there's something called, listen, one of the gifts of, nine gifts of spirit is called the gift of the working of miracles. Working of miracles. Not the gift of miracles. The gift of working of miracles. That means, oh yeah, yeah. There's a way the believer should position himself in faith, in the word, in the spirit, to see miracles. Because a miracle is not magic. 
Oh man, may the Lord give us understanding. We must take responsibility. A miracle, listen, is the cooperation of divinity with humanity. The Lord will give you a word to go to a place you go, the doors open. The Lord will give you a word to sow a seed you sow, the doors open. The Lord will give you a word to walk in love, not in hate, the doors open. Listen, but there is a cooperation between you and God. And God is saying, there are certain things I want to do in your life before the year is over, but I need your cooperation. I need your commitment. I need your dedication. I need your devotion. If all you do is just to be a Sunday, Sunday Christian, I can tell you how you end. You are a prey in the hands of the enemy. It's only a matter of time. And when disaster strike, I dare say you may not have what it takes within to withstand disaster. You don't prepare for war in the day of war. You prepare for battle before battle comes. We have to learn to develop a personal prayer altar beyond Sunday service. We have to learn to develop a personal Bible study regimen beyond what you hear on Sunday. Kenneth Hagin says that how do you think you can be spiritual if you feed your body three hot meals in a day and you feed your spirit man one snack a week Sunday morning? How can you be spiritual? Three hot meals. You know when you're hungry. Some of you probably ate breakfast this morning because you can't do without breakfast before church. So you bread, you ate. Lunch, you boom. Dinner, you boom. Can you imagine eating the word the way you are eating food? Come on. Let's, let's talk to each other. Then we're doing revival. Then somebody tells me we're praying too much. Hello. You are in a place called revival. House. Of glory. International church. No, that's where you are. You're the horn of revival ministry. That's where you are. And it's just, there's no way you will see revival the way you want to see it. <laughs> there is a prescription in the Bible. If any man will be revived. Number one, you repent. If my people who are called by my name will humble themselves, turn from the wicked ways and pray, God will do three things. He will hear. He will forgive. He will heal their land. You do four, he does three. That's a pathway to revival. There's repentance. There's prayer. There is turning. Repentance is not just a change of mind. It includes that. It's a change of mind followed by a change of action. A truly repentant person will change his mind, but his action or direction will change. What am I saying? If you really want to be revived, there is a price tag. That's all I'm saying in summary. It doesn't come cheap. It may be free, ain't cheap. Anybody you see anointed, somebody is paying a price. Anybody doing business with integrity in the kingdom way, somebody is paying a price. Because most are cheating, most are willing dealing, but for somebody to walk the straight way, somebody is paying the price. That person will tell you he or she lost opportunities, but they stood through to it. You are in a house of revival. There's no other way. What is this price I speak about? Number one price is the price of desire, the price of hunger, the price of passion. Matthew 5, 6. For they that hunger and thirst after righteousness shall be fair. Hunger. Hunger. 
Hunger. Hunger. When your hunger for God begins to wane, you got to pray. Revive my soul. Look at when you began to walk with Christ. Five years, ten years, fifteen years. If you were more passionate then than now, you backslid. You may not be drinking just yet. Smoking just yet. But you backslid. If you're at number eight, not number three, that's backsliding. You need to cry to God to move you up the scale. Hunger. Price number two. The price of prayer. Kondanya. Jude 1.20. Building up yourself upon your most holy faith. Praying in the Holy Ghost. Price number three. The price of consecration. The price of sanctification. Set yourself apart. Our God is a thrice holy God. He's attracted to holiness. He gave you the Holy Spirit amongst many things to make you holy. Holy Spirit works in you. He causes you to will and to do of the Father's good pleasure. Number four, the price tag of fasting. Fasting, when done properly and genuinely, moves you from the slow lane to the fast lane. Don't say it's under the old No, 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 no. The new and old, they fast. They that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. Mount up wings of eagle. They will run, not weary. They will walk and faint. Now rise on your feet. Can you ask the Lord for grace to answer this clarion call to pursue intimacy? Father, give me grace to answer the clarion call to pursue intimacy. Are you praying that prayer for one minute? Glory, 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 glory. Father, as a family, grant us grace and the discipline to pursue intimacy above beyond all we pursue grace 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 is our heart cry to respond to this call they come out from the outer court holy place and the holy of holies our father thank you for what you're doing in this house thank you for open heavens we honor you in this day we thank you for the rest of the minutes of our gathering we receive miracles receive healings deliverance, transformation in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Thank you our Father in Jesus name. Clap your hands all ye saints. Come on. We believe that you have been tremendously blessed by the ministry of Apostle Goodhart Obi Ekweme. It is our conviction that this message has begun a mighty work in your life. And we pray that the grace for prompt obedience to the Word of God will rest upon you. We look forward to hear and celebrate your testimonies with great expectations.